Patriarch 0102. To bless the nations, one must rule the nations, O Logos. Hear the fire hidden on the mountain, the ancient remnant of the Creator's heart, left to be found by man so he might remember the blood coursing through his veins is eternal. Not the son of Adam's sin, but the son of Adam walking in the cool of the morning. Spare me not the flame, he declares, pushing over the peak as Sinusure rises in the east. May my sons know we are intentional creations of a good creator, the sacred defined. Yet valleys below are home to amnesiacs begging to be ruled by dying kings. Give us a name, O king. Put a sword in our hands, O ruler of men. We are nothing but bones and blood bound by cruel years. What else? Nothing, so be free. Fools fall on bended knee to forfeit their hearts upon the altars renamed in every passing age. Let us call this one courage, this one righteousness, this one fairness, this one justice, this one love. The fire still burns on the mountain tonight. The word is still speaking stars into expanding skies. Not yet, Logos. Go forth and discover the universe, groaning for order. Place your own heart on the altar where it will not be devoured but filled with light. Salt, water, bread, the subatomic elements carried through the corridors of time by the king of Salem. Logos approaches the fire on the mountain and hears the voice declare, All that will be already is and all you see is yours. So the situation in this poem is that we're in, we're introducing the characters for the first time. And the main character of this story is a man named Logos. And what's happening in this poem is that he has, in the, in, in the first poem, we talk about this fire that has fallen on the mountain left to be found by men like us. It's a reminder of where we come from, this ancient tie to the creator who put that fire inside of us. And so Patriarch and really the series begins with man, Logos, finding that fire and being called into some great journey. And so it begins with, and, and, and also remember that this book is called Patriarch. This is about a man who is going to lead a great nation, uh, just like Abraham was called to do. And so there's a lot of similarities there between Abraham and, and then later with Jacob. So it starts with, to bless the nations, one must rule the nations. And this is somewhat of a controversial idea to start off with. If you pause and just think about that line, to bless the nations, one must rule the nations. You know, when, when God gives Abraham the covenant, he says that, that he will bless the nations. But in order to bless them, you must rule them in many ways. Oh, Logos, hear the fire hidden on the mountain. That's that fire of God that he's going to find. The ancient remnant of the creator's heart left to be found by man so he might remember the blood coursing through his veins is eternal. And so this fire that he's going to find and that we find is, is not just to, it's there so that we have this memory of who we are. When we, when we find this fire, we are, something triggers in our minds that we are eternal creatures made in the image of God. It says that man might remember the blood coursing through his veins is eternal, not the son of Adam's sin, but the son of Adam walking in the cool of the morning. So you'll see this theme throughout theology quite a bit. 
And it's this idea, and I think we've been we've been told this lie that that our story begins in Genesis three with uh, the fall, the so-called fall of man, and that we are taught over and over that we are the son of sin, that we are the daughters of sin, that we we carry that image in us, as opposed to the image of the Creator in us, because really we are we we have a choice to make. I think whether we're going to see ourselves as sinners or as sons. And I, I think that this book and this series is a call to see ourselves as sons and daughters of God, as opposed to sons and daughters of sin in the garden. It says, remember the blood coursing through his veins is eternal, not the son of Adam's sin, but the son of Adam walking in the cool of the morning. Spare me not the flame. This is Logos talking. He doesn't want to be spared the flame. And he pushes over the peak as Sinosure rises in the east. Now, Sinosure, you'll see it um, throughout the books sparingly, not very often. But Sinosure is a, a word that I, that I really love. And it's, it's what I have named the star of David, the star that, that leads people to Christ uh, in the same way that the, the wise men were led to Jesus, this star is kind of our North Star. It's this thing that draws us back. And it's it's a, a literal star in this story, uh, rising over the East. It says, may my sons know, and this is, uh, this is Logos reflecting. He says, because he has 12 sons that you'll see in this story. And as he's coming, as he's climbing this mountain, the star is above him, the fire is before him. He says, may my sons know we are intentional creations of a good creator. The sacred defined. The sacred defined. That's sacred individualism defined. When I think about that term, sacred individualism, which is the philosophy that this whole series is built upon, that's the definition. Intentional creations of a good creator. He says, yet valleys below, and this, you'll find that there's a city in this valley below. Valleys below are home to amnesiacs people who have forgotten, begging to be ruled by dying kings, kings who are not eternal. Give us a name, O king. This is the people, the average person crying out to the king. In the same way that the Israelites cried out for a king and they were given Saul, they say, give us a name, O king. Put a sword in our hands, O ruler of men. We are nothing but bones and blood bound by cruel years. That's the opposite of sacred individualism. It's the opposite of carrying the ancient eternal spark inside of you, believing that you're nothing. What else? Nothing, the king says, so be free. Fools fall on bended knee. This is the narrator again, me, saying fools fall on bended knee to forfeit their hearts upon the altars renamed in every passing age. Words are so important. You know, the what we, how we define ideas and how we define words is so critical and important. And I think often we're missing each other when we're talking, even, even today. When we say fairness or equality or justice, we could mean very different things by those words. And so when we let the modern age, when we let kings define what those things are, we are laying our hearts on those altars as opposed to the eternal altars where those words have, have real meaning and where we're actually rooted. So this is what it says. It says, fools fall on bended knee to forfeit their hearts upon the altars renamed in every passing age. Let us call this one courage, this one righteousness. 
this one fairness, this one justice, this one love. The fire still burns on the mountain tonight. Logos is approaching that fire. It still burns. It's been burning since the beginning. The word capitalized, Jesus. The word is still speaking stars into expanding skies. God is still creating. And he says, not yet, Logos. Not yet. He's not done. That's what that not yet means. He's not done creating. The skies are still expanding. Not yet, Logos. So what do we do as as he's still speaking. He says, Logos, go forth and discover the universe, groaning for order. I love that phrase, go forth and discover the universe. You'll see it a lot, and you don't just go to discover, but you discover the universe and place order inside of it in the same way that God saw the void and placed order inside of it. He says, place your own heart instead of placing your heart on the altars that are renamed in every passing age. Place your own heart on the altar where it will not be devoured, but filled with light, salt, water, bread, the subatomic elements carried through the corridors of time by the king of Salem. So it's this alternate vision where you can place your heart on this kind of temporary altar uh, that kings define, where love is defined and justice and fairness and righteousness and courage are defined in every passing age. And those definitions change. Or... You can go forth and discover the universe groaning for order. You can place your own heart heart on the altar where it will not be devoured, but filled with light, salt, water, bread, the subatomic elements as we discussed in 0101, these kind of building blocks of creation. Carried through the corridors of time by the King of Salem, that's Jesus moving through time towards you to lay those elements on the table. And it ends by saying, Logos approaches the fire on the mountain and he hears the voice declare, that's God, all that will be already is and all you see is yours. This is a call to go forth and discover the universe and understand who you are. All that will be already is and all you see is yours. That doesn't mean that you are going to be a thief or steal things or claim things that don't belong to you, but to understand who you actually are, that all you see is yours, that God has spoken creation into being and spoken you into being, and you are a part of that creation. All right, I'm going to read it again. Um, Hopefully it's a little more clear this time. 0102. To bless the nations, one must rule the nations, O Logos. Hear the fire hidden on the mountain, the ancient remnant of the creator's heart left to be found by man so he might remember the blood coursing through his veins is eternal. Not the son of Adam's sin, but the son of Adam walking in the cool of the morning. Spare me not the flame, he declares, pushing over the peak as Sinosher rises in the east. May my sons know we are intentional creations of a good creator, the sacred defined. Yet valleys below are home to amnesiacs begging to be ruled by dying kings. Give us a name, O king. Put a sword in our hands, O ruler of men. We are nothing but bones and blood bound by cruel years. What else? Nothing, so be free. Fools fall on bended knee to forfeit their hearts upon the altars renamed in every passing age. Let us call this one courage, this one righteousness, this one fairness, this one justice, this one love. The fire still burns on the mountain tonight. 
the word is still speaking stars into expanding skies. Not yet, Logos. Go forth and discover the universe, groaning for order. Place your own heart on the altar where it will not be devoured but filled with light. Salt, water, bread, the subatomic elements carried through the corridors of time by the king of Salem. Logos approaches the fire on the mountain and hears the voice declare, All that will be already is, and all you see is yours.